Hey, Tony, what's up, man? What's up, my brother? How you feeling? Good. Good to see you again. How are you? I'm all right. And you? you see that? I'm doing good, man. You Thanks for joining good. me for the interview, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate you having me, my brother. Long time no see. Absolutely, man. Just want to introduce myself real quick to, to your followers who are watching. I'm Tom. I'm the founder of You Know I Got Soul, one of the top R&B sites. And I've been a huge Tony Sunshine supporter for many years now. You know, always love what he's done since the beginning. You know, I've been following. I've been a fan since the 90s. So, you know, I've been following this whole journey and always just support what he does. So um, we're just going to do this interview. Um, if we have time at the end, we'll take some questions from any fans who want to ask anything. And, and we'll go from there. Definitely. Hopefully cool. the supporters are. We'll get we'll get more supporters to join in. Yeah, well, cool, cool. So first, Tony, man, I gotta say, and this is coming from a place of love and admiration, but I can't believe it's 2020 and I'm still waiting on your debut album, man. I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> what you know, is going uh, on? Uh, I was I was just talking to the folks about that the other day, and I was I was explaining to them that uh, I'm somewhat of a, a, a music hoider. Mm -hmm. like, I, I I I sit on a lot of my music, and I'm I'm my toughest critic, you right. know. At times, at times I can be, and then it comes to where I have some pretty huge records that I feel like we don't have the platform for. You know, I feel right. like we would be throwing these records away if I actually just jumped out the window and threw them out without promo, right. without the right platforms for them. So we sitting on some pretty huge records. And what right. I've been giving the fans and what I've been throwing out is just to let them know, hey, I'm still here and I can still hang with some of these young guys, you know. Right. That's about it. But we have some huge records that we're sitting on. It's a, it's a weird time in the music industry, though, man. Like, a lot of artists aren't even doing albums anymore just because people's attention spans are so short, you know, and they just give them small samples like you've been doing it. You think you still want to even do an album at this point? Um, I think... I think my fans and my supporters deserve yeah, yeah. an album. You know, the right. people that have been waiting a very long time deserve an album. You know, uh, and like I said, I'm a music creator, but my whole thing about it is that for those fans that have been waiting this long for a debut solo Tony Sunshine album, for me to put out mediocre work would be like a spit in the face. You know what I mean? So I have right. to get real meticulous and I have to make sure that I'm giving you the right sound, the right music. And right. at the same time, I don't want it to sound like I'm trying. Because mm -hmm. Tony Sunshine don't try. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm an originator. I've, I've been yeah, doing yeah. it for too long to be trying to fit in, to be trying to meet, you know, the, to, to, to meet the expectations of what, the fans think that Jones might be when it comes to music. Right. Well, I'm definitely still waiting on that album, man. So, it's you know, coming. I'll be ready when it gets here. <laughs> it's coming. It's Let me coming. ask you this. Let me ask you. You know, you've given us a lot of different styles over the years, you know, from different singing styles to rapping and all that. Like, what is your, what do you consider to be your true style? Um, We all know that my best, my best work, my best quality my best mm -hmm. body of work comes when I when 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 I utilize my singing voice. That's my that's right, my right. best that's my best quality. And I'd be lying if I told you it's not what I love to do most. Like my heart is right. in making pop music. My heart is in making uh, R and B music and 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 making music that you can actually hear the potential. Where I have to utilize my vocal ability to 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 its full potential. Unfortunately, right. my fan base comes from. Me being Tony Sunshine of the Terror Squad. <laughs> yeah, me being yeah. Tony Sunshine of the rap group. 
Right. So when I give them real records, when I give them R&B records, they don't know how to receive it. They want to shoot them up, bang, bang, gangster, yeah, yeah, yeah. sunshine. You gotcha. understand? So we have the She's Like the Wind fan base. Yep. Which I love dearly because that's what I love to do. I love to sing. And then we have the uh, T-O-N-Y Desert Eagle fan base. Right, so I'm, right. I, I'm right there. So I'm trying to figure out how to how to make both happy right. at the same time. Gotcha. You know we love your R&B records. We're an R&B site. Shout out okay. to your manager. Your manager, Los the Press. He's always sending us your new music and letting us premiere some of it. We really appreciate him for yeah, that. Los, you know? Los, Los, Los is a problem with that music, right? He'll <laughs> yeah, send it yeah. to you over and over again. <laughs> yep, right? yep. It, but we got to love him for that. Absolutely. Shout out to Los the Press. I want to take it back a little bit because, you know, I was thinking about your career. Like, you got on at such a young age with, with Terror Squad and sang on some of those records in the late 90s. How did you even develop your talents as a singer? Like, where did all that come from? Um, You know, I've said this story many a times. I don't want to tell a generic story, but we're we, we going to keep it quick into the punch. I started, yeah, singing, yeah. I started singing when I was five years old. My mother discovered that I could sing when I was five years old. Um... From there, I started singing uh, Spanish songs called boleros, right? Before mm -hmm. I started singing salsa. Singing boleros, uh, during the process, I got introduced to a, 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 a man by the name of Ravi Sabatel, who had a salsa group, Ravi Sabatel y Sucharanga, who was Johnny Sabatel's brother, who wow. uh, composed and wrote for anybody and everybody in the game in the salsa community. From Willie Colon to, to, you know, you name it. Right. Anyway, those guys took a liking to my talent and started inviting me to the 116th uh, 4th of July festivals back in the mid-80s, going into the uh, early 90s. Of course, I was like 8, 9 to 10 years old. And at that age, I got to sing in the, the, the festivals which consists of Celia Cruz, Tito Puente, Eri Santiago, oh. those type of people. If, if, if you guys are not familiar with the salsa community, then do your research. Those were some pretty big yeah, people. Yeah. And at that age, I got to touch the stage and sing with them. You right. know what I mean? Um, let's fast forward. I moved into Forest Projects. Forest Projects, that's where Joe comes from. That's why I met Fat Joe and all the guys. Uh, at a young age. I moved to Forest Projects when I was 12, going on 13. Uh, at 13 years old, I introduced myself to Fat Joe. I sang for uh, Forever My Lady by Jodeci to him. Mm. He thought that my talent was wow. impeccable. He thought I was dope. <laughs> yeah. The next day, him and God bless the dead, Full Flex, my big brother, came to pick me up in the black MPV. I jumped in the MPV with them. And from there on, you know, I went to Relativity Records. Before, yeah, yeah. Uh, when 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 Relativity was was when Loud Records was actually Relativity, and then Steve Rifkin turned it into Loud. I believe, I believe I might be giving you false info, <laughs> but um, during that process, uh, just the environment I was in and all the things that uh, I was enduring as a child, listening to the music that I was listening to. Combined with my vocal ability, I guess it came natural right. to create the gangster persona, the gangster right. R&B persona I had. You know, plus, right. plus I was surrounded by actual gangsters. 
Right. I was right. surrounded by actual rappers and I was surrounded by actual people that, you know, made me feel like I was untouchable, so right. to speak. So that persona, that guy, that type of music came easy. You know what I mean? Uh, some, yeah. say, some say I was ahead of my time. Some argue that there was some before me. You know, who knows? You know what right. I mean? Right. Um, you know, yeah. That's that's a it's wild because you never hear you never really hear a lot of R and B coming out of the Bronx. It's just the way it is. You know your sound is so unique, and now I understand why you've got that different background. It's not just a straight traditional R and B background. It wasn't like you had formal training in no, that never. genre. No, <laughs> never. And you know, um, it just came natural. These these joints. At the end of the day, also, I want to make it clear that 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 some of those records, like. Uh, you know, Joe and them will argue that I didn't want to make R&B records. Mm. They'll argue that these are the type of records they wanted me to make. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, also for the Pun album, mm -hmm. I wanted to make an R&B record. Pun was like, we need, a, we need a solo Tony Sunshine record for my album because I'm going to introduce you to the world. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, 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 I'm thinking about all these types of uh, topics and songs I want to talk about and things I want to talk about. And Pun is like, nah, I got an idea. Yeah. Make a song about your dick. <laughs> and I'm fun. like, what you? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah. make a song about how niggas be on your dick. And I'm yeah. like, but I want to, <laughs> bro. Listen to me. Listen to me. Make right. a song. How motherfuckers be on your dick, trust me, they're gonna love it. Right. That's cool. So I got into my head, I got into my pen game, and I wrote My Dick, of course, which is on Prince's album, which yeah. became a classic. He was right. <laughs> he was right, by the way. Um, did the song My Dick. I leave the studio. I come back to the studio a few days later only to hear Pun's verse. And I'm like, y'all want to hear Pun's verse? I want to hear Pun's verse. And they're like, I hear Pun's verse only to hear Pun dissing me on the verse. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever noticed. That's the type of shit Pun did. He, yeah. He was, like, real competitive and subliminal. Yeah. And even if it was, you know, that's just, it's just music. So I did the song, My Dick. And when I listened to his verse, he goes, use a nasty fuck. Mm. Taking a song, talking about your nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want nobody on my dick. Let's. I'm, and I'm looking at him like, but he, you told me to do this record. <laughs> you told me to write this song. That's wild, man. But nonetheless, it's a dope story. Yeah. Um, he was right. I never dreamed that I would touch a stage like a, a stadium, or I would be in a in a in a club somewhere performing for three to five thousand people and they would mm. all be singing a song about my dick yeah you know what i mean <laughs> it was like yo incredible that's so wild man i mean on the other side of the spectrum though you mentioned singing joe to see forever my lady i remember when you did um all i need on the fat joe album and you threw the new edition part in there from can that you stand the rain yeah that was actually uh dre from cool and dre's idea Oh yeah, like putting yeah, yeah, putting that part in there. That whole concept, the whole idea came from Dre. Shout yeah. out to Dre from Cool and Dre, one of my teachers, one of my brothers. You know, definitely one of my mentors when it comes to this music shit. He, uh, right. that was his idea. That was his idea to throw that new edition, that part right there. I will say though, what that proved to me was because that's not an easy song to cover. 
and you made it look easy. You know, it didn't sound like karaoke or nothing like that. You no. know, you showed us you were a true vocalist at that moment. No. See, I, uh, I like to make sure, like, when I, when a lot of people don't understand that singing R&B, like, singing period is not an easy task. Right. Especially when you're trying to show and prove. My whole thing is not trying to show and prove. So when I agree to record a written record or I decide that I'm going to write my own shit, I make sure that I can hit every note that's on that <laughs> song. I don't want right. to hit a certain note in that record that's just going to be good for the studio. Right. I want to be because chances are that your fan base is just going to go to your concert or buy your song or listen to your music just to hit you hit that particular mm -hmm. note. So right. now they're going to your concert, they're supporting your shows, they're coming there to hear you hit that particular note. Why cheat them? Why hit right, right. why cheat them with a riff that doesn't belong there? So I like to sing songs that I actually can kill on stage. If not exactly the same, even better than the sounds on wax. Right. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. I mean, just like that example, you've given us such moment. It's crazy to me because I mentioned, you know, how you haven't had an album out. And it's been over 20 years and we're still here talking. I'm still here celebrating you because you've given us such moments over over the years. Songs we can still celebrate. I just think that's so magical. People still celebrate you as an artist. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, brother. All the support in the yes. world is always appreciated. Right. Um, this is what I love to do. It, it, is, is, is it, I'm not going to say it comes easy, mm -hmm. but... Um, it doesn't come easy, but it's easy to adapt when you love what you do. Right. You understand? There's artists out there that can't that can't collab, that won't be able to collab on their own without, let's just say, a ghostwriter, or let's yeah. just say someone pointing in, into the right direction the entire time they're in the studio. Uh, I'd like to think that I'm one of the very few artists that came in in the late 90s and it's still here, that mm -hmm. the, you, you could put me in the studio with whoever you want. Yeah, Little exactly. Baby, The <laughs> Baby, uh, Drake, Lil yep. Sean, Big Sean. You put me in the studio with anybody you want, and we're going to get it rocking. We're going to make right. a hit. We're going to make a smash. I'm going to be able to sound like one of them young boys because yeah. I love what I do. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. But let me ask you this, you know, we just recently reached, unfortunately, 20 years since Pun has been gone. When you think back to him, what is the most important thing you're taking with you as you move forward in your career that you learned from him? From Pun? Yeah. Um, not to take yourself so serious. Mm -hmm. You know, be humble with yourself and, 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 and be willing to let your guard down in your music when it comes to right. your music. Because people love what's real. If they, if they can feel you, if they could relate to your story, then they're going to want to fuck with you. Right. Right. Uh, everyday people, real people that are going through everyday things that are, that are dealing with, with, with adversities, that are, that are in dark places, that as well as good places, can detect when you are not authentic, at least where I come from, at least the type of music I make, when I listen to other artists, when I listen to other uh, musicians, I can tell when 
is coming from the heart or I can tell right. when it was a good record that was given to them. It's good lyrics. Right. These are good lyrics. It's good. These right. are good bars. You, right. you sound good saying that. But I actually live that. So when I give you my music, I want it to come from my heart. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that's the difference between me and some. I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I'm not afraid to let my guard down. I'm not afraid to give you the real me. Nobody has to whisper in your ear about me or tell you no bullshit. All you got to do is come ask me, and I'm going to slap it on the table, and I'm going to keep it real right. with you myself. If right. anybody listens to my music over and over again and goes back into history, they're going to say, this guy's been keeping it real with us since day one. He's been speaking about his life and giving us bits and pieces of who he is the entire time he's never lied to us. Right. So if somebody gives you a bit of information and they think that they're telling you something brand new about me, the average Tony Sunshine fan is going to look at you and be like, <laughs> you sound stupid, bro. Let me yeah. take you over here. Listen to this. That's right. nothing new. It's been out there. Right. <laughs> All so right. Let me ask you. the difference between me and that's what Pun taught me. That's what I take with me. Yeah. Be real and be authentic with your music. Don't be afraid to let your guard down and give people the real you. Man, we definitely miss Pun, man. So thankful that not only he gave us his talents for as long as he did, but he gave us, you know, he introduced us to you and, and you're still here doing it today. We're, we're so thankful for that. I'm thankful for you, brother. Yeah. Let me let me take it back one more time, man, because I, I love to celebrate. I love to look at the past, and then we'll take it back forward. But man, I just remember when Oh My God came out, you know, the single. I really thought that was going to be your moment. That was like the song of the summer that year. I don't know. And I don't I don't, I don't. don't understand what happened either, my brother. Uh, <laughs> that Oh My God was such a big record. Uh, shout out to Cool and Dre. They produced the record. Uh, Dre penned the record. Mm -hmm. Um. Diddy jumped on the record. Yes, yes, yes. I believe that Diddy would call Joe all the time, like, yo, yo, what's up with that Oh My God record? <laughs> yo, Joe, what's up with the video? Like, yeah. even Diddy was like, what's up with the video? What's up with the record? Yeah. Um, I really don't have no, no type of information or intel on how we dropped the ball on that record. What I can tell you is this. That, that particular record, oh, my God, right there, uh, that shit fed my family for, like, nine years. <laughs> I swear to God. Let me tell you something. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, T-O-N-Y, and mm -hmm. Desert Eagle, for some reason. <laughs> I can be singing. Listen, I can be singing She's Like the Wind. I can be singing... Whatever song I think is the most popular song I yeah. have, and there'll be like ten gangsters and and, and two hundred females in the crowd. Desert Eagle, <laughs> that's so Desert. crazy. And as much as I try to stay away from that tough guy Tony Sunshine stigma, somebody in the crowd is like, "Fuck that song, <laughs> sing Desert Eagle." That's so my wild. Dick, my dick, my dick, nigga. Fuck that. And I'm like, yo, no. this, is, this is insane. I lost Drop Desert Eagle, I guess. Yeah. But now it makes sense of why you have the styles you do and how you have to cater to the different audiences there for you your know. newer stuff. There yeah. you go. Plus, plus, plus again, like not to toot my own whistle or, 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 or blow smoke up my own ass, but <laughs> when I was making that type of music 15 years ago, I remember people telling me, don't rap. Yeah. 
R&B singers don't do that. Don't walk that way. Pull your pants up. Uh, mm. uh, the do rags, the 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 two chains, the 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 six rings, the the R and B niggas don't do that, right? And I would say, yo, but Lauren Hill, uh, Missy Elliott, wow, there's no guys doing it. Why not? Nah, it's never gonna work. Chill, don't do that. Don't fast forward fifteen years later is the wave. Right. So, you know, if you pay attention to Joe once or twice, Joe's been on on a few interviews where he actually pats me on the back and says that for me. Like, Tone Sunshine wow. was just ahead of his time. He was just ahead of his wave. There right. were no R&B singers wearing bulletproof vests. Mm -hmm. There were no R&B singers popping up in shows with 500 dudes. There were, you know, it's just real shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was, there was none. It, it wasn't heard of. I almost feel like that was held against you at times because it was like no one ever seen anything like this. A Latino R&B singer, we didn't have that in the industry, you know? And then I almost feel like people didn't know how to treat that. And then, you know. Uh, not only that, they say, uh, I'm almost too black for the Latino community and too Latino oh, wow. for the hip hop community. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. You know, I know so I say to myself, I speak to some of my guys and I say, yo, let's get some yeah. Spanish records popping. Yeah. Let's get some Spanish writers because I speak fluent Spanish and I'll kick the fuck. I, 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 <laughs> I'll smash a Spanish record. Yeah. They know it. We know it. Right. Um, and I'm told that the Latino community won't receive me well because of my, 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 my legacy and my longevity in the hip hop community, I'm too I'm too black for it. Right. Uh, um, they'll say that I'm a failure in the hip hop community, and I'm being a culture vulture over here. And I'm saying how? <laughs> I'm saying how? If if, right. if if one of my most famous records that brought me into the game, right, was 100% where I actually praised the Latino community and ushered it into the hip-hop community. Yeah, yeah. I made it cool to be Latino in the club. I made it cool to be a Spanish nigga in the club posted up, <laughs> which it changed. Me and Pun did that for you. I made yeah. it cool for the reggaeton uh, community to come to New York City and be fly in the club. Right. I love you. Let me hug you. Hug me back. <laughs> love me back. You know what I'm saying? Pat me on. Yo, T. Yeah. Yo, thank you, my brother. We appreciate you. Nah, yeah. I'm too. I'm too black for the. I'm too black for the Latino community. Oh I, man, that's what I heard. I don't even know what to say <laughs> to follow with that. Jeez, that's wild. I love the love both, is man. I, I love. Mm -hmm. I love. I love both. A lot of people don't know that my roots. I actually started off singing in Spanish, bolero, yeah. salsa. You know, um, uh, uh. Willie Colon records, uh, Eddie Santiago records, uh, Ismael Miranda records. I started off singing those type of records. Wow. You know, so in all reality, those are my roots. That's where I come from. It's just that somewhere along the line, I fell in love with R&B music. I fell in love with soul music. My mom right. was cleaning out the closet one day on a Sunday. Um, she was about to throw out this milk crate 
that had a bunch of eight tracks in it. I must have been like six or seven years old, eight years old. She was cleaning out the closet. She was about to throw out the milk crate with the eight tracks and shit like that. And I begged her if I could keep them. At the time, I guess eight track players and all that was 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 going out the window, and they didn't really exist anymore. And the eight tracks weren't weren't uh a value anymore. But I begged her to keep them. And I believe I went to a, a Salvation Army, and I found myself an eight track player. But they told oh, me that didn't. They told me that it didn't work. But you know, when you were a little boy back then. We didn't have video games. We didn't have yeah. too many things to play with. What did we do? We were curious. You know, we right. would open our little radios up or we would open our, 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 our little our, our, our Ataris up or something to figure out what was inside. So I took the A-Track player home and uh, I fucked with it I, uh, and I made it work and I popped in the A-Track and it was Lionel Richie. <laughs> Lionel Richie, wow. You know? And then I popped in another A-Track and it was Smokey Robinson, and I popped in another one, and it was Patti LaBelle, and I popped in oh. another one, and it was, you know, and so forth, and so forth. And yeah, I yeah. was like, holy shit, what is this? <laughs> and I would spend countless, uh, countless hours under my bed or with the sheets on me just listening to these records, and I would mimic each and every yeah. one of them. I would mimic wow. Kenny Rogers, and I would mimic, you know, uh, uh, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know that's where it came from it was so easy for me to to not to bring his name up i know he's dealing with his own demons and and and, and uh he's going through his shit in no shape form or fashion am i condoning anything he's involved in it's just hard to erase his legacy and his sound it was mm. so easy to fall in love with r kelly's sound yeah because yeah. i was so familiar with it you know, a lot of people, uh, and he was a genius. I, I thought that he was a, a, a god. I thought he was a superhero. But, but his sound wasn't brand new to me because I had already heard this from Otis. Right. I had already heard this from, from you know, uh, uh, numerous amount of artists that I was yes. studying. But it was that easy to fall in love with him because of that. You know what I mean? And I went on to work with him and I went on to see him work in the studio live and I went on to pick up bits and pieces of what he was doing. And um, he was pretty amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I, I said that to say that's why it was so easy to um, fall in love with what he was doing. And at the time when I was coming up, a lot of people would call me the Puerto Rican R. Kelly. <laughs> they yeah. would. That's what that's what they would call me. You're like the Puerto yeah. Rican R. Kelly. You're like, you know, the, the the Spanish soulful singer and shit like that. But it's not that I was the Puerto Rican R. Kelly, is that I had already studied the same sounds as a kid. I was listening to the yeah. same type of music. I was following the same type of riffs and the same type of techniques. You right. know what I mean? Wow. Uh, I mean, not to say that I'm like him because those are some pretty <laughs> different shoes to fill. Yeah. By the way, let's take away, let's take away all the nonsense, and let's take away all his demons, and let's take away all the shit that transpired and everything he's involved in. And again, I want to say, in no shape, form, or fashion, am I condoning anything right. he's involved in? Because I got five daughters. Yes, I have five daughters. By the way, yes, <laughs> five daughters. Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm not condoning anything he's involved in. Mm -hmm. 
but the man was a genius. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh, Michael Jackson got uh, accused of some terrible things himself, but we still admire and love his music. We refuse to let them have Michael. Right. I agree. You can't have Michael. You can have everybody else. I agree. Yeah. Even the yeah. man, you can have everybody. You can have them all. You can't have Michael. You can't have him. I don't believe oh, you. Nah, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I love it, man. I love it. I don't you know, believe We're just about out of time. You know, if anyone has a question that they want to ask in the meantime, but, you know, while we're waiting for any questions to come in, I want to ask you about your new music. Tell us about what you got coming out and what can we expect? Um, right about now, I got shots fired out there on rotation. It's a street record, of course, and that's what I was yeah. explaining to you, that that's what the people want to hear from me. That's what people expect. I put out a a few uh, R&B joints, just, just, just regular uh, R&B records that have to do with love and they people don't bite. But when I put out a record like Shots Fired, yeah, you know, I get 180,000 uh, hits and, and views on YouTube, and they love it, and my Instagram goes crazy, so I try to stick Jeez. to that formula. Shots fired, <laughs> good record, great concept. Um, What else we have out there that's brand new? Uh, I have Then You Know Jazz. We got a few records out there, but uh, this Friday... I'm going to drop a record featuring Fred the God. Shout out to Fred the God. Let's pray for mm. him. Let's keep him in our prayers. He's fighting the coronavirus right now as we speak. Um, uh, shout out to Fred. For real, for real. He's in my prayers. We're dropping a record called Revolution. Okay. Right? And I want to make it clear. This song is called Revolution, but I'm looking for a love revolution. I'm not condoning. I'm not, I'm not calling for a violent revolution. They're trying to tell us that love don't exist no more. Uh, we're in a dark place. We're dealing with a lot of demons worldwide. A lot of people are dying. Um, there's a lot of violence going on in my city. There's a lot of violence going on in Chicago. There's a lot of violence going on in L.A. As yeah. a young kid, I made a lot of music and I contributed to a lot of bullshit in the game. A lot of kids are doing what I was doing when I was younger, except I survived and got away with it. Today, right. as an adult, today, as, as, as an older individual, and understanding that I have a platform to voice my opinion, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to voice my growth, I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to give back. I'm trying to show these kids that we can be different. And through music and through sound, I believe we could do that. So the song is entitled Revolution. Um... And I'm calling for a love revolution. It's, it's, it's all about positivity. Fred's verse is amazing. And, you know, we just saying, fuck being Republican, fuck being Democratic. We all human beings. Let's right. try to get along. Let's try to uplift each other. Let's try to make this world a better place with a love revolution. We right. don't always got to be violent. I'm for, I'm for the bullshit. I'm for it. I'm a knucklehead <laughs> by nature. I come from the projects. Yeah. I'm a Bronx nigga. I'm for the bullshit. But I understand my platform and I want to be in a better place. I want to see a better place. I want to make a change. So that's what this song is about. Dope, man. Can't so wait Friday, to hear that one. Revolution featuring Fred the God is coming to you. We got shots fired out there. We got uh, Didn't You Know. We got Do You See. We got so many records out there right now, man. Go support. Go show your love.
uh, we out. Right? I have to make sure me and the team, me and the team.